So hello and welcome everyone to another Magic Monday episode. Today is Monday, September 18th. Um, very, very weird that we're almost like through September already. It's so crazy. Halloween is coming. October is coming. It's wild. But this pick a card reading is so exciting because of the fact that for those of you who are just joining us for the pick a card readings and you have never ever listened to my podcast before or you have no idea what's going on, my name is Desiree. I run Mystic T by D, which is a card reading service. I do classes. I'm an empath spirit coach. I do a lot of different things on this channel as far as my podcast is concerned. I talk a lot about about different spiritual and esoteric topics. So there's a lot of things that I do. What's interesting about the pick a card readings is that I started doing those as a way to kind of get people familiar a little bit with the services that I do offer or my card readings in general. What's interesting about this particular card reading is that this is kind of a precursor for the astro class that I'm teaching on Friday, September 29th, which we'll get more into that later on in this reading. But what we're focusing on with this pick a card reading is we are continuing with the month of September's theme, and that is all about spirit guides. So we are talking all about different animal guides, different spirit guides, ancestral guides, angel guides, that whole entire situation. And we are kind of delving into what the messages are that these different guides have to offer. For this particular pick a card reading, we are focusing on animal guides or animal totems. And if you visit my Instagram, which is at Mystic T by D, you will notice that there was three different images that you can choose from that were animal spirit guides or animal totems. Each one of them has different significance, but it's the reading overall that we're going to focus on pretty much. So if you are part of group number three, or if you chose the third image, which is the image of the wolf, then this reading is for you. I'm going to basically kind of take you through a little bit about what the wolf represents as a spirit animal and how powerful that truly is. Um, wolves are very, very powerful in both animal medicine and animal totems and as an animal spirit guide because of the fact that they often harbor the mystery, the dark, the nocturnal sense of things. Wolves are also considered to be, depending on how you look at it, good omens or bad omens for different types of cultures, you know, different types of the totems of the wolf. Sometimes wolves can also be very, very um, pack animal orientated, meaning that they really, really do survive very well within a pack. Um, wolves often too do carry a lot of the protection aspect of them. They're a little bit different than the brown bear in the sense that their protection is really met with a bunch of ferocity and the predatory type of instinct that they have to hunt, um, to kill. There's a lot of different things with wolves that they're very, very majestic animals. They also too are very loyal to their packs and to, you know, the creation of their young, things like that. Wolves also do mate for life. So there is that commitment piece that wolf, wolf medicine or wolves also do have. 
um, you know, very, very spiritual. There's also a lot of connotation with wolf spirits being connected to warrior spirit guides or warriors in general. Um, so that's another thing. If you're seeing a lot of the wolf animal spirit guide, or if you identify with the wolf, there's a lot of that that has to do with that sense of warrior, that sense of pride, that sense of being connected to a pack or a community or to like a tribe almost or things like that. Um, the wolf has also gotten some negative connotations because of the shape shifting qualities that wolf medicine or wolves, um, wolf animal spirits can often have. So there is that change between the very majestic and beautiful to the, you know, predatory ferociousness and also the magical that occurs within the wolf or those shape-shifting type of qualities. Um, Wolves also can carry with them the whole curse mentality that oftentimes if you like the same thing with the werewolf legends or the dogman legends or things like that, where if you are bitten by a wolf, you are often considered to be cursed because of the power that is contained in that bite and because of the protective nature of what that is. Um, Basically, wolves are not to be fucked with, in other words. So again, you just don't want to go through all of that process and wolves are protective for that purpose. Um. So just to kind of give you a little bit of background, if you are choosing the the third image or the wolf image, then this reading is going to be for you. But we're talking about some very, very powerful dualities, but we're also talking a lot about um, the predatory aspects of that, the shape-shifting aspects, the, the, you know, the tribal aspects of that, but then also the pack animal mentality too. So group number three, if you identified with the wolf, I want you to start thinking about some of the things that I said, what, what resonates with you, what is so powerful about the wolf animal spirit, and then we're going to kind of delve in a little bit deeper. We are using um, the spirit animal oracle for this reading. We are also going to be using the sacred forest spirit guides oracle. I, I pulled that out for this reading. The Starseed Oracle, or I call it the Starseed Spirit Guide Oracle. We're using some Ask Your Guide cards, tarot for clarifying the same old good stuff. So I'm going to give you a minute to kind of just settle in, think about what I said, kind of meditate on that a little bit. And I'm going to pull from the cards or Ask Spirit or Universe what is going on or what is basically happening or why this particular animal guide is resonating with you. And then we'll kind of get some more answers from the different animal oracle to kind of see more about what this guide or totem has to offer to you.
These cards today, group number three, have often made me want to keep shuffling them. I don't know why that is, but we'll just take another minute to just kind of contemplate this a little bit. Okay, so let's kind of dig in and see what we got here from these cards or what exactly this is telling us. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's definitely a touch of the mystical and magical here as well with that shape-shifting quality. Oh, so interesting. So I did want to kind of talk a little bit about this because I think that this is fascinating in a lot of different ways. So let's just kind of start with some of the overall themes here. We do have a lot of mysticism, a lot of magical situations happening here, but here's the interesting part about this. There is a lot of the dualities or the shape-shifting qualities in each of the spirit guide cards, which is really calling forth that type of particular situation to me. The shape-shifting aspects of either your life or the things that are happening in it. We're going to delve a little bit deeper as far as the wolf spirit is contained or con contained, concerned. Um, when it comes to the containment of what the wolf spirit is and then those shape-shifting aspects. But we're also going to explore even further about the mystical, magical, otherworldly aspects of the wolf animal guide also as well and what that is to you too. So let's talk about this first card that we have kind of brought out here. This is the Dragon Spirit Animal Totem card, okay? So what's interesting about this Spirit Guide deck is that it doesn't just have the... Um, regular spirit guides or things like that. It also has some animal guides thrown in there. So the fact that the dragon animal spirit is coming through in this situation, that means a lot because of the fact that dragons also too are considered part of the mythical creatures, animal guides or spirit guides that are also very, very powerful. The thing about dragons too is that they too, very much like the wolf animal spirit guides, have that protected nature. They have the ferocity. They are often connected to their owners or trainers in a specific way. But dragons also too have so many mystical properties and they also can have shape-shifting qualities or they can have other qualities of either the four elements like earth, air, fire, or water. They can also be very, very powerful, ferocious, um, all of those different types of things. They can be also docile and gentle, um, you know, all kinds of things. So the dragon spirit animal is really, really about power. It's about finding your inner power, finding that inner um that inner light within yourself to kind of take in that inner power and to use it, right? To wield it towards something that's greater. So there is something very, very interesting about that because the wolf animal spirit guide also kind of mimics that in a lot of different ways, the powerful aspects of that. But the dragon animal spirit guide also too. So also does too, which I find is very, very interesting for this particular reading. 
Now, here's the other thing that's interesting about this. We also do have the frog animal spirit, which is also interesting because frogs often for an animal spirit guide depict transformation in some type of way. They also do depict the communication piece to the beyond or to the veil of the magical, the things that we cannot see or the things that are not present. Um, frogs do similarly go through metamorphosis stages. It's a little bit different than the butterfly animal spirit, but the frog spirit also too does grow, does, does reach different aspects or phases. And the frog spirit is all about renewal. Okay, so it's all about the renewal. The other thing I think is interesting about this card in particular is it is playing on the fantasy or the magical aspects of like the princess and the frog, where you literally kiss the frog... Okay, that shape-shifting aspect, and then it either becomes the prince or the princess or whatever the story is. But there is that shape-shifting aspect with the frog as well. There is that change that occurs, that renewal. Same thing with dragons, they too can shape-shift. So that is very much a common theme, group number three, for what's happening here. So things are often not as they seem or appear in your situation but they also have a tendency to shapeshift on you in ways that you are not expecting. So that's kind of where we need to get to the crux of this reading and try to figure out what is going on as far as that theme is concerned. The forest temple spirit guide is another thing, or the, what we call the forest spirit guide, is often extremely powerful. So we talked about in one of the readings about the sacred oak spirit guide or, you know, what we call the tree of life. We are talking now about the sacred forest spirit guide, which is extremely, extremely powerful in the sense that the forest has often been depicted as a place of transformation of where magic meets, meets, um, like, for example, where the 5D or magic or mythical meets the actual 3D or the human realm, right? You know, there are so many stories and myths about the forest throughout history, throughout time, that there are different things that happen in the forest that we cannot comprehend, right? People have disappeared in the forests, you know, the most of the, the tales or myths or things that happen occur in the forest. So the forest animal or the forest spirit guide and the wolf animal spirit guide really, really talk about that kind of thinning between the actual 3D and the 5D, that mystical, magical inner workings that happen. The forest uh, spirit guide or forest temple spirit guide is all about enlightenment, right? So there is something just beyond the veil, of what you're seeing. There is some type of enlightenment that has to occur in order for you to get a bigger picture as far as what is going on in your situation or what is happening. And I don't think, group number three, that you are at that point yet. I don't think that the enlightenment has come to you because I think that you have more questions 
about something than you do answers about something, which is very, very powerful in and of itself. So that forest uh, spirit guide or that forest temple guide about enlightenment is truly, truly powerful because of that aspect. You are looking for answers to the questions that you're seeking most, but they, they're not very, very clear or they're, they seem to be changing more so than staying constant for you, group number three. And that can also hinder your enlightenment or to reach that type of situation or that type of ability. So that also too tells you something, that something is stopping you from reaching that for a particular reason. Then we also have the hummingbird animal spirit guide. So I will tell you this straight out, group number three, if you were in between group number one and group number three, you might want to listen to group number one's reading as well to kind of get a sense for where the hummingbird animal spirit is taking you. I think it's interesting because in all of these three readings, believe it or not, we have gotten the opposite animal. So for example, in group number two, they pulled or we had the card for the animal totem or spirit guide as being the brown bear. Okay, in this one, we're pulling the hummingbird. In the first one, I think we did have a wolf, a wolf image at some point. So that is coming through in these different readings, meaning that there is something similar at play here. So if you were struggling between those two readings, definitely listen to reading number one. It could also offer you some guidance as well. The hummingbird spirit um, animal guide is all about joy. It's all about happiness. It's all about bliss. It's about finding those joyful moments, those magical moments that really open you up. It's about hummingbirds are about taking in the sweetness of what life has to offer, the beauty that life has to offer, joy, happiness, innocence. There's a lot of purity to hummingbirds. The other thing that's very interesting about them is that they are incredibly quick and fast and their little hearts beat so fast in their own bodies that it defies it defies logic how quickly you know their little hearts just pump and everything i also think it's so cute how hummingbirds sleep you need to youtube it it's like the cutest thing ever and i'm like these little hummingbirds are just so adorable but anyway hummingbird spirit is all about joy so that is also something that i think is prevalent in this reading to kind of look at that let's kind of go down the line here so interesting I'm laughing to myself. Let's let's we'll we'll get to it. Um, I'm gonna say this right here, right now. This reading is very, very interesting because of the fact that spirit is confirming it. Okay, first of all, let's talk about this. So we talked about the dragon animal spirit, and we're talking about power, right? Deep within power, that shape-shifting quality. Spirit has also confirmed to me that we pulled the hummingbird animal spirit again. So with that being said, I strongly, strongly suggest group number three that you also listen to group number one's reading as well. The hummingbird spirit guide is really coming strong through here because it's all about the joy and the happiness. But going through this dragon with the dragon animal spirit guide and that power aspect of it, 
the hummingbird spirit is really, really forcing you to be in the here and now, right? So have the joy, have the happiness, have that connection. But whatever you're going through right now, whatever's happening for you in your life, we're going to get deeper into it, obviously. But being in the here and now. So let me explain this to you, group number three. The present is your ally, right? The past, you can't live there. The future, it hasn't happened yet, right? So there's only so much limitations that we have when we are dealing with this particular situation, right? Because the thing is, is that the presence is the present, and that is an ally right now. So being in the here and now and being present with whatever you're dealing with or whatever you're going through is going to make the biggest difference, the most sense to you right now. Anything that has to do with your past is a little bit foggy and confusing. And then on top of that, we also do have the future that I think you're thinking so much about but you're just not sure how that's going to play out given the situation for this right now. So you have to be in the here and now in order for things to play out and in order for things to make more sense or to become clearer for you. Now let's kind of go down the line here and let's like dig a little bit deeper for what we can see here with that power aspect and being in the here and now. There is also the messenger Okay, which is what I'm going to talk about a little bit about this particular spirit guide. The Starseed Oracle, the messenger is all about two things. It could be one, a spirit guide that is very, very powerful that does send you messages that does give you some type of clarity or show you images, synchronicities, numbers, right? Angelic numbers. It can be numerology. All these specific numbers and patterns that you're seeing or synchronicities are all from the messenger spirit guide in some type of way to kind of lead you on this path towards inner power and also for you to be present and for you to make the correct choices in your present, right? Not thinking so much about the past or the, you know, the future, the future, but really making these type of decisions in the present that's really going to affect a lot of other things. The messenger can also be an angel guide or some type of angel that is very prevalent in your life that you often feel a connection to and they are always around or you always feel their presence. Sorry, group number three. Just need to take a little drink there of water. But they're always in your presence or around your presence. So this angel guide is oftentimes very, very much a part of your spirit guide team in some type of way. You might have even seen this angel guide like when you were younger or when you were a child. You also can be as an adult seeing this image in either dreams and visions, some but some some type of angel guide or someone that comes to you with messages on how to move forward with things. The messenger in the Starseed Oracle often talks about the serious energy or the starlight energy, um, bringing harmony and balance to your inner person. And I think that group number three, that, that harmony and balance is what you really, really need because things are starting to get a little bit off kilter and things are starting to shift for you that 
really is not very clear at all. I also am sensing group number three that this was something that you didn't think was going to happen at all. And now that it has and you have to take some type of action on it or you have to take a stance on it, but it's causing so much imbalance in your situation and it's causing you, I think, to not be in the here and now, you're thinking too much about the past or too much about the future, but you're also losing a lot of your inner power because of the situation. So again, tapping into the spirit guides, tapping into all of this kind of stuff and really, really getting into it is going to help you with those messages for you to kind of move forward and for the shape-shifting to not be so prevalent or to not be as big of a thing, you know? Yeah, we also do have, and I will tell you this, especially with the wolf animal spirit energy, there is a lot about the chariot in this situation, which I can just sense because, again, the wolf is a pack animal. So I'm really, really sensing group number three. If you're having issues with family, with close friends, if a family member is causing problems for you or is not seeing eye to eye with you, or if there is a situation where you are going against the society, the group spirit is showing me, or your family or your close friends, then that's kind of anti the mentality of the wolf animal spirit, but also to independence, fierceness, and power is very, very important to the wolf animal spirit guide. Because again, we're talking about the warrior spirit guide energy here. There is a lot of power that is contained in the wolf spirit, but there's also that lone wolf mentality. That if you're a wolf without a pack, that makes you either mm, diseased, unhealthy, or it makes you dangerous. So the situation in the, in the animal world, when a wolf goes rogue, okay, or literally goes as a lone wolf, that's a very dangerous situation. So there's a part of you that feels like, yes, you do want to have this independence. The chariot takes you in tarot further away from what is familiar, it, it causes travel, it causes expansion of the mind, the soul, the body, the emotions. It takes you to different cultures, different places, different ways of living that you would not normally suspect yourself of doing. And that moving away from home, the moving away from center, right? You know, the chariot, this is so funny that I'm saying this, but the chariot often reminds me of Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz, right? She's always trying to get away from her home because it's either boring, it's drab. I mean, let's face it, who wants to live in Kansas their whole life? All this other stuff. If you come from Kansas, okay, listen, just no pun intended. We're not, we're not, you know, getting into that. If you live in Kansas, I'm sure, I'm sure it's a wonderful place. <laughs> Okay, but like, again, she's always trying to get away from that. But at the end of the day, home is still within her. So that's the same kind of thing with the chariot thing, is that you're always trying to move away from something or travel away from it. But oftentimes we find that we come right back to that because home is where the heart is. Home and center and family is where our heart is. It's where our heart lies. So that chariot is showing you that, yes, you can travel, you can expand your mind, you can move away from what's familiar 
your family, friends, the whole nine yards, right? People who are giving you problems, family members who are talking shit about you, right? Family members who are not supportive, even the ones that are supportive might be suffocating you. There could be a lot of different reasons, but group number three, the point of the matter is this, is that you need to go away from it with a mature mindset. You can't go away from it just to come back to it again because of the fact that you're going to find yourself in the same situation than when you first started. So again, we need to look at that also too. And if you're also having this situation in a relationship, right, where you're dealing with a partner or a spouse or something like that, where you're trying to get away from the relationship and you find yourself coming right back to it, you need to start looking at that as well too because you might have outgrown that relationship or that commitment. Let's talk a little bit about the frog spirit or this renewal piece that we're dealing with here. All of the animal oracle or animal spirit oracle that we pulled for you, group number three, has all to do with birds, okay? So not only are we dealing with the wolf aspect of this and the shape-shifting aspect with these mythical, magical creatures or different types of things with the spirit guides, we are also dealing with the bird aspect of this with the animal guides. So that's telling me a couple different things. It's telling me flight, air, spirit guide, energy, freedom, Okay, moving away from what is familiar. Okay, the whole, the whole, um, you know, the flight type of thing being free, the song that's in your heart, right? Following the song that's in your heart. Birds are very, very powerful, powerful totems as well as animal medicine, depending on what the bird is. Also, two birds are ancient, right? So they've been around for many, many centuries. Birds are often revered. Right, they're often a part of either gods or goddesses, um, repertoire or what they wear or how they act or things like that. You know, birds are very, very prevalent also too in a lot of religions. Okay, so that's like a very, very big thing here. A lot of this whole bird energy and that flight, that freedom, that reaching spirit, literally, right? The flight toward spirit, being in the sky, that air energy is very, very powerful. Oftentimes when we talk about um, Wiccan, um, pagan traditions or like witchcraft, the one thing that represents air energy nine times out of ten is a feather because of the fact that feathers in magic or spellcasting is very, very powerful because it represents air energy. It represents that air power for spirit so that a feather is extremely, extremely powerful because it's cleansing, it's clearing, it's healing, but it also gives you the power of air or flight, right? It helps to make your spells float. It helps to make your spells fly. It helps different things to happen. The frog spirit that we talked about with renewal and the shape-shifting, things not being as clear as they would be normally or that renewal of the soul that happens after that transformation, we're talking about the turkey, <laughs> the turkey 
uh, spirit animal, right? So the turkey's not as glamorous, okay? And we're not just talking about Thanksgiving here, okay? The turkey is not the most glamorous spirit animal, but boy, does it represent its representation pack a punch because the truth is the turkey is often overlooked, but it is often a very powerful animal spirit guide and people don't even realize it. They don't even realize like how, how potent the turkey animal spirit is okay it's give with gratitude and grace the turkey is all about gratefulness it's all about gratitude it's all about grace okay let's be real the turkey ends up on many of our dinner tables sad but true okay if you're a vegan that's just reality some people just like the turkey Okay, they just like the turkey. But the turkey literally realizes that, you know, the turkey has some grace to to be, you know, in that sacrificial situation so that people can eat. The turkey also, too, is is the centerpiece of, of gratitude and gratefulness, right? Because of the fact that the turkey does serve a purpose, right? And oftentimes, too, the turkey is revered, Right, as being something that is that is wholesome, that is nourishing, right? That is that is something that feeds our our bodies and things like that, which is crazy. Like it's crazy to think that animals do have that type of purpose, right? Because let's let's be real. If we didn't have plants or animals, we wouldn't be living. That's just the truth because we wouldn't be eating, we wouldn't be sustaining, we wouldn't be nourishing ourselves, we wouldn't have the medicines that we do. So again, nature is very important and people forget about that. Same thing with the turkey. The turkey is important, right? It serves its purpose. If a person pulls a turkey, um, the turkey spirit animal card, and they're like, what the like what I am not connected to this I'm like yeah but you are a very grateful person you have a lot of gratitude there's a lot that person is probably the most graceful person okay you've seen a turkey walk that's some grace happening there with all those feathers the whole peacock situation it's for real okay turkeys are often graceful animals it's interesting um so yeah, so we definitely have the turkey with that whole renewal, the whole renewal part of this, but it's the gratitude and the grace that we're really, really after with that. Here's the other thing I'm going to say that's very, very powerful. If all of you do not know this, you are probably empaths or empathic, meaning that you can feel other people's pain, joys, you can touch other people's hearts in a different way. Right. You may be drawn to the arts, philanthropic reasons, giving reasons, right? Giving. Okay. Think about the turkey animal spirit. We're talking about gratitude, giving, grace. There's a lot of things that you have. When we pulled the starseed oracle, we're talking about an empathic starseed. Okay. We're talking about that link between feeling and the heart space, right? So energetic sovereignty. Empaths for star seeds are often considered to be sovereigns, which means that they are rulers, they are leaders because they are able to feel every part of other, um, say this galactic federations, other, other galaxies. They're able to feel other um, star seeds and light workers also too, they are able to rule justly because they feel 
other people's emotions, other people's pain, all this type of stuff. The thing about this whole situation, okay, is the fact that you cannot absorb, and this is the hardest thing for empaths because it is a bitch. Like, literally, it's so hard to be around people when you have so much feeling and you can't, you absorb too much of what's going on. You absorb too much of what isn't yours to absorb. And that is what the biggest crux of being an empath, especially if you're an empath starseed, really, really is about is absorbing other people's stuff that just isn't yours to absorb. And I think that what this is telling me is also that you cannot be in a situation like that, group number three, where you're constantly absorbing what's not yours. This whole empathic ability, right, the renewal that you have for your life, you have to start taking control of what is yours, right? You have to start taking control and taking action on what is yours and letting be what someone else's situation is. Let that be someone else's situation, not your own, okay? So don't allow other people's fears, emotions, feelings, okay? Suppress your joy or suppress your renewal because those things do not belong to you. They belong to someone else other than you. There is also to the three of swords here, which is telling me that when you guys feel, you feel intensely. And when your heart breaks, it's not just a break. It is a crush. Like that's the thing. Like I think that your hearts get crushed so easily to the point where you're like, where you can feel it in your soul. Like you can literally feel, I can tell an empath's pain one, because I am one, but two, because of the fact that they, if they have been crushed in the past, like decimated, you can tell that that affects that empath's ability, but it also affects the empath for most of their life. And chances are, if I'm feeling that from an empath, I will say to them, I know that you've been crushed in the past. And most of the time, the empaths that I do talk to, they're like, yeah, and it's been horrific to the point where it's like we're talking betrayal, we're talking heartbreak, we're talking pain, we're talking trauma and drama. All of this stuff in the past has really, really affected you. The point is now you're present. Remember, go back to the hummingbird situation. You're present, right? You are a strong and capable person, group number three, okay? You wouldn't have literally been drawn to the wolf spirit if you weren't, okay? The wolf is not to be screwed with. The whole entire point of this is that you have to find your inner power in order for that to make a difference and in order for you to overcome the heartbreak or the disappointments that life has been throwing to you or the fact that people just want to keep you down. They don't want to rise you up. They don't want to lift you up. Okay, some people are literally pains in the asses to you. They don't want to help you. They don't want to uh, be committed, right? But there are so many people in your life to group number three that you have to be grateful for because so many of those people will help you. They will lift you up. They do want good things to happen to you. They don't want you to fail. You walk around constantly saying to yourself, you know, everybody, people don't look at me that way. People don't look at me as being positive. People don't look at me in a better light, this, that, and the other. I can hear you saying it to yourself. You beat yourself up terribly. To the point where you tell yourself these things, but it is not true. People do want to help. People do care. People want to be a part of 
your situation or help you in a way that makes things better, in a way that can bring about a different change in you. So again, don't let that three of swords kind of dictate all of what you're doing in your present because a lot of that is things that need to heal or things you need to get over or move on with or have some type of forgiveness when it comes to that. The forest spirit guides or the forest temple enlightenment, it also comes with the owl spirit. And the owl often carries a little crown on its head because you're just a, you're just a, you're just royalty, right? Group number three, you're just a royal man, like stuck, stuck in just, you know, the 3D realm. But there's something that's just so royal and so above reproach and just so different about you. Probably more so than most people because you are just different than other people. And you have to understand you are different than the collective. You're just, you stand out a little bit more as a leader and things that are a little bit different. I think it's interesting because what is so funny to me is each of these bird pictures all have little crowns on their heads in a different way. So that rulership, that leadership is very apparent in you because you stand out. Each one of these groups stand out in a different way, but I think that you stand out in the leadership aspect of things. You are meant for action. You are not meant for just sitting there and not doing anything. You're meant for action. You're meant to move. You're meant to do things. Um, again, that warrior spirit that's within you, the warrior spirit guides, it's very, very important and potent because that is a part of you. Um, the owl spirit is all about you see clearly now right? Owls are fascinating because not only are they in the ancient Greek mythologies considered to be the, you know, wisdom or considered to be built on knowledge, wisdom, strategy, all of those type of things because of the goddess Athena, but also the owl spirit is powerful because of the fact that we can we can take it back to the the Celtic traditions where owls were often used as seers, oracles, right? Um, owls to see an owl would would dictate different omens. Um, you know we have Merlin and Archimedes. Archimedes being the owl. Okay, that whole thing with alchemy and the whole situation with you know, the beginnings of knowledge and the beginnings of wisdom, right? Archimedes was that owl that was constantly hanging out with him. That's just how that was because of that connection to that animal guide. Owls also, too, um, are nocturnal. They're fierce, fierce predators. They're fierce hunters. They often also, too, will stalk and will wait. Wolves are kind of the same way also too. So they will wait for the opportune moment to strike. Similar like a snake does or similar to like the wolves, right? You know, the big cats like lions and all of that kind of stuff. But owls do it in such a way that they wait for, like I said, this is so powerful with owls. And I talked about this too, I think a while back with one of the episodes. But owls are powerful because they wait for their 
pray to be comfortable. That's what that's what is so fascinating about them. They wait for their prayer, their situation to be comfortable before they come and strike and pick up the prey in a lot of different ways. So again, we have to relate this back to that enlightenment part. There is a part of you that is waiting to strike, but you have to be in a comfortable position in order to make that change, in order to make that move. You have to make everybody else around you comfortable, but yet at the same time, you got to shake things up a bit because things are too much the same. People are looking at you too much in the same type of light, group number three, and that's not helping your cause any. So it's time for you to kind of see clearly, see your part to enlightenment and shake things up if that needs to happen because people are getting way too comfortable being around you or talking down to you or saying certain things to you or, you know, putting you into the same precarious situations. It's it's not enough. You have to shake it up in some type of way for things to change. The starseed oracle that we pulled about earth pulsing, that's all about the pulse of the mother slowing down, right? We're talking about Mother Earth, Mother Gaia, all that type of stuff. Slowing down, taking time in nature, right? That forest temple spirit guide or that forest animal guide or whatever the situation is, is very, very potent and very, very powerful because it connects to nature. It connects to the mother. It connects to time in nature to slow down, to gain enlightenment in some type of way by just going for a walk in nature by just being around nature by taking the time to be away from certain things that are not causing you enlightenment in order for you to see your path clearly and for you to basically move forward um I think also to group number three, because you might be an empath, you have this innate ability to want to make everyone happy. But the truth is, sometimes you can't make everyone happy. And sometimes you have to do things that you feel called to do in your soul, in yourself, in your own person, because of the fact that those chances will never come around again for you and you can't allow other people to hold you back. You can't allow people to kind of take that power or take that magic from you and hold you back because it's never going to generate anything. It's never going to give you the peace of mind that you need or the growth or respect that you need, right? Okay, think about it. There's a lot of things that need to change and you need to start taking leadership and taking control of your own life because of the fact that spirit is calling to you or life is calling to you in general. Yeah, we pulled the world card. That kind of speaks volumes because of the fact, like I said before, it is calling you towards thinking about your way in the world, thinking about how you're navigating the world. Just because you think that time is running out doesn't mean that it is. And also taking the time to slow down, taking the time to enjoy things, taking the time to just be where you're at in that present state of mind, right? The past is the past. You still do have to deal with some things when it comes to that, but just being in the present, right? Being in the presence, whatever that means, for you is very, very important. The world is very, very important for that aspect and for that reason. 
Let's talk about also to the hummingbird spirit with joy. Okay, the hummingbird has been very apparent in this reading. We're also going to talk about the nightingale spirit, which I think is so funny because the nightingale is interesting because it has a specific song, right? The nightingale oftentimes does mimic uh, music. It has a connection to music. It's like this little, little puff of a bird that's just so cute. And also, too, just so joyful and so, um, just beautiful to hear it sing. But it also, too, has that power within it to communicate that music, to communicate that certain message. It's really about love being all around you, right? So that thing about you being an empath group number three and this whole wolf animal spirit, the whole point of this is, is that you can shape shift your reality. Regardless or not, if you believe that in your heart, you can. You have the capability to literally shape shift your reality. Whatever you want your reality to be, it can happen. The thing is, is that when you start to lose the joy or when you start to lose the ability to have gratitude for love being all around you, even when it's hard to see, that's, you know, at the given time, that's really what kind of hinders you a lot also too, or when you lose your specific song, right? When you lose your ability to hear the music, to understand it, or to connect to your specific song, who you are as a person, right? Or who you are, or if you have, you, or if you've lost that love in your heart, or if you what's another way to say it? If you don't have it, or if you're missing it, or you're like, you know, I can't find my, nobody will ever find me loving. I will never be the nevers. I will never, I will never, I will never. You can't come from that aspect because it's not empowerment. That's belittling yourself to feel like you never, ever will. Trust me, I've been there. A lot of people have been there. We all have. But at the same time, the belittling stuff is only going to work for so long. And then it's just not going to work because you're going to have to do something about it. And finding your own song and being in, in that space of happiness with you and with your own song is very, very important when it comes to this. Sorry. <laughs> My mouth is getting so dry. Um, so, yeah. Love is all around. Love is all around you for sure. Group number three for sure. It just sometimes can be very hard to see at different times. Ooh. So star bathing, activation, transformation, transmission, light bodies, right? It's very self-explanatory. There needs to be some type of activation. I think that what's great about this is the fact that there's the transmission, there's the enlightenment, there's that activation that happens within the light body. And I think it's interesting too, because wolves also too, with the wolf animal spirit that we that you were drawn to, has a lot of that transmission by activation that does happen when they hunt. Right. And the other thing is, is that when they're looking for a mate or when they try to find a mate, there is that automatic activation that occurs because they mate for life and that they need to be attached, particularly 
to their other person. So if you are in a relationship or if you're looking in a relationship right now, you're looking for that person who's your other half. For real this time, though, because I got to tell you, I think that some of you are very, very finicky where you're like, yes, I love this person. Yes, I love this person. Yes, I love this person. But that's not that's not what we're talking about here. OK, you all are lovers, lovers, and you can be fighters or you can just be lovers and not fighters. But either way, this is something way deeper than that. And that is something that is very fucking real and raw. That's something that you don't always feel with everybody, right? Or you don't always feel you can have that connection to that specific person and it brings out the different aspects of you that really you don't show anybody else. Or you don't have that connection with anybody else, I guess I'm saying group number three. So that activation is very, very important. That connection is very, very important for that joy, for that love. But this is something that's way deeper than that even still. So again, that's like very, very important as well. And then, of course, we have what we talked about back at the beginning of this reading, and that is about justice, which has a lot to do with harmony and balance, but it has to do with being just. It's a lot of Libra energy. Balance and harmony are key for you right now. Right. Things are shape shifting. Things are changing. There's a lot of mystical, magical stuff at work here. But harmony and balance is going to bring you back to center. It's going to bring you back to that inner song that's in your heart. It's going to teach you that there's love everywhere. It's going to happen. It just has to be honed in on. So justice is very, very important. It's very, very important. Let's talk about a message here. Yep. So spiritual ancestors. Here's what I'm going to tell you about this. I think that there is also something in you, group number three, that needs to look towards your ancestral roots. You need to start looking at your ancestor spirit guides and literally looking at passed on loved ones in their situations or what was being fulfilled. Because here's the thing, the spiritual ancestors, and it's so interesting because you pulled the, or you pulled, we were doing this pulling of the cards and things like that. And we've gotten a lot of things that talk about family, home, community, wisdom, enlightenment, all of these different things. Like, And I think it's funny that we are pulling the spiritual ancestors card and we are pulling the card of community, right? So we're talking about this connection to the pack versus you being a lone wolf. What are you encompassed in the pack? How do you, how do you stand out? How do you stand in? How are you in the community? What makes you a leader? All of those different types of things. Like now is the time for you to step into your community, step into your pack and step into what you're meant to be doing, right? Stop going in between where you're not sure you don't know. You do know group number three, like deep down inside, you do know where you belong. Take action on it because again, it's not going to be around forever, but you don't need anybody's approval for that to happen. You can and just do that and belong to a group that you feel really, really comfortable and very, very close to. So again, um, community, ancestral guides, that is stuff that you really, really should be looking at in all seriousness. Um, 
because it's so helpful and because it will help you so much, group number three, to kind of put the pieces together with everything else. So yeah, so that is pretty much what I have, group number three. I really, really hope that this reading did clarify or give you some clarity about some things that are going on. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, or you wish to talk to me, you can DM me on Instagram at Mystic T by D. You can also reach out to me through my website on the contact me page if you have any questions or you want to learn more. If you are interested in delving deeper into specifically, because this was a general read, if you are delving or interested in delving deeper into your spirit animal or spirit guides and you want to know who they are, what they are, what does it mean to you personally, and you are in the greater Rochester, New York area, I am actually going to be hosting an astro class on September 29th at 6.30 p.m., at Figgy Studio and Shop. They were kind enough to allow me to have the space to teach this class. We are going to be kind of delving deep into who our spirit guides are, who our animal guides are. We're going to first start with little um, a little mini reading to kind of get you honed in on who your spiritual guides are, what they, what they kind of are about, what messages are they trying to give you. And then we're also going to be figuring out about the animal spirit guides and who they are, what they're trying to do, right? We're trying to kind of assemble your team in a little bit of a different way. And then we are going to go through a guided meditation to actually communicate and find out the messages from these animal guides or from these spirit guides specifically. Um, at the end of the class, you will also be receiving a spirit animal oracle deck. It's a pocket-sized deck, so you will be able to use this when you are trying to communicate or access your animal guides, and each animal guide has a different representation to it. So that is also something that is going to be yours to keep. Um, like refreshments will be reserved will be served as always. Um, and if you are interested in signing up for this class, please, please do so on my website at www.mysticteabyd.com. You can go under the Astro Classes tab and then you can sign up for it or you can sign up for this class again if you are in the greater Rochester, New York area. You can sign up for this class as well on the link in my bio on my Instagram page, which is at Mystic T by D. But yes, um, group number three, again, like I said, I really hope that this reading did give you clarity. I'm sending you love, light, hugs, goodness, good vibes, and I hope to hear or see from all of you very, very soon.